0: M. S. W. Media. Friends, this episode of 3 Minute Bartender is brought to you by Fresh Victor, the finest cocktail mixers in all the land. Fresh Victor is a line of all-natural, clean-label cocktail mixers with nine unique blends with contemporary flavors designed to tantalize any palate. All of the ingredients are fair-trade sourced. There's no artificial anything. The mixers are produced at a 100% solar-powered juicing plant with absolutely no waste. And right now, Fresh Victor's offering a tasty deal to what we're drinking listeners. Simply go to freshvictor.com, fill up your shopping cart, and at checkout, enter promo code F.V. Dan 20, that's Fresh Victor Dan 20, to get 20% off your order. Now's the time to treat yourself to the very best mixers on the market, and that's Fresh Victor. (laughs) We're all busy, and that's why sometimes you want a good drink and you want it fast. So strap in and hold on tight, friends. This is the 3-Minute Bartender. Friends, most reputable booze historians, and I count myself among them, are of the opinion that the mojito cocktail derives its name from the African word for magic, mojo. And you don't need me to tell you what a little mojo can do for you. Just ask Dr. Evil. Mojo. The libido, the life force, the essence, the right stuff. What the French call a certain... I don't know what. My French sucks too, Evil. But I do know this. Once you've got mojo, you don't want to lose mojo. Because losing mojo could be really upsetting. I've lost my mojo! See? In terms of the mojito's history, we know it was invented in Cuba, and that's about it. The most off-repeated origin story pegs the mojito to Drake. I don't want to die for them to miss me. Yes, I see the things that they you know me. Oh no, not that Drake. So some... I'm talking about Sir Francis Drake the 16th century's most infamous colorful privateer slash slaver. Apparently, the captain and his crew were plagued by dysentery and scurvy during their raids on the Spanish New World. In Cuba, they discovered a crude form of rum, lime, sugar, and mint and called it a cure, at least a cure for the terrible affliction of sobriety. Like all things regarding colonization of the New World, the reality is likely far more unpleasant. And if you're curious about the Mojito's fabled curative powers, bear in mind that Drake died of dysentery in 1596. Couldn't have happened to a nicer slaver. (laughs) History lesson aside, the Mojito is a quintessential warm weather cocktail, an invigorating combination of grog and garden served with Caribbean flair. And since spring is just around the corner, let's whip one up, shall we? All right. You're going to need a shaker, a bar spoon, a strainer, and a muddler. Also, a Collins glass to serve it in. The ingredients are as follows. Two ounces of white rum, one ounce of simple syrup, three quarters of an ounce of lime juice, some club soda, and eight mint leaves. In a shaker, you're going to muddle the mint leaves and simple syrup, add the rest of the ingredients, and shake with ice. Come on, baby, shake it! Shake it up. Shake it up. Strain into a crushed ice-filled Collins glass, top with club soda, and garnish with a mint sprig. If you're looking to shake the recipe up a little, well, there are a few popular variations of the mojito. In Havana, for instance, lemon juice is often used in lieu of lime. If you find this version too sweet, add some bitters. Use coconut rum instead of white rum, and you've got a cojito. A dirty mojito calls for gold rum instead of white rum. And if you don't use any alcohol at all, well, that's a nojito. And that's just sad. Now, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, Dan, the mojito was invented in Cuba. Surely there's an Ernest Hemingway connection. And you're right. There is. Legend has it that the mojito was old Papa's favorite drink and that he regularly tossed one or 20 back at his favorite bar, La Bogadita del Medio, in Havana. Indeed, to this day, a note hangs on the wall of that very bar in Hemingway's handwriting, proclaiming his love for the mojito. People have been flocking there for decades just to see it. Funny thing, though, turns out the note is bullshit. That's right, a fake. A big lie, if you will. No! God, please, no! 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 You see, back in the early 1950s, business was slow at La Bogadita, and the owners decided to create a little buzz by piggybacking on the enormous fame of their most celebrated patron. They scribbled, Mi mojito, un labo... (laughs) I'm messing this up. (laughs) On a piece of paper, they forged Hemingway's signature and suddenly business went boom like a shotgun blast to the head. Ah! Too soon? By the way, what I find most shocking about this isn't that they got away with the forgery. It's that once upon a time, a writer could be really famous and have tons of followers. Kinda of like Huda Katan or Dan Bolzarian. But that's what I'm saying, but authenticity, you know what I mean? Like right. and these guys are like posting chicks, they're not fucking. Like I'm not posting girls, I'm not fucking. And you thought the old man in the sea was profound. And now, as we're wont to do here on Three Minute Parts, I'm gonna leave you with a joke. Did you hear about the writer that became a tailor? He had to make an earnest living the Hemingway. <laughs> I know. I know. I invite you to follow me on instagram at the imbiber also on twitter at the imbiber and the podcast is at wwd underscore podcast on instagram until next time i'm dan dunn reminding you to drink responsibly and always keep your mojo rising yeah baby <laughs> yeah.